Okay, good morning, everyone. Apologies for that. A few little gremlins there in the system, it seems, um, but we're able to, to broadcast live and interactive. Uh, hope you're all keeping well. Good to have you with us. Um, this particular session every morning, guys, as you know, and good morning to those of you perhaps that are joining us for the first time. Good to have you with us. Um, just to let you know, this session's all about our ability to prepare ourselves for today's trading opportunities. So it is where we do the vast majority of our planning. Uh, we put together our trade plan at the end of this broadcast in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and we'll post it into the chat box. So of course, as always, you can take it away with you. Um, and um, the idea is that we, we remain somewhat disciplined in our uh, analysis and that's able to sort of help us um, navigate these financial markets which as we know they can go through periods of really quite choppy uh, price action but having a plan that you can execute is uh, is a profoundly important for any kind of profitable trader okay good so let's get straight into it then um, please if we could start with our risk warning just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself uh, with our risk warning currently up on screen uh, good morning everyone so let's get straight into it. We'll start with a little introduction. All profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, uh, which markets do we focus on? Uh, most importantly, why do we focus on those particular markets? Then it's about more the technical aspect of these markets. So trade entries, we're looking at um, uh, primed opportunities. We look at support resistance levels that will identify uh, where we're likely to get into these trades. Where do we then want to exit? We predetermine not just the stop loss at the outset, but also... Uh, we identify profit areas as well, profit targets. So our ability to exit becomes really important and a strong focus. Um, how do you manage risk? Hopefully you calculate risk prior to entry. It's not something you change as you go. Uh, how do we manage trades to a successful outcome? You know, quite often we do need to be quite patient and allow these trades to unfold. And trade psychology as well, these markets can go through uh, periods of... Um, of uh, kind of tighter market conditions, more choppy trading conditions, where there's a bit of nervousness and anxiety, and then they can go, they can shift very, very quickly to, um, like we saw yesterday, uh, to kind of a, a free flowing uh, type of environment. And um, with things like uh, persistence and, and, uh, and a bit of excitement, uh, which is what we saw yesterday. But I must admit, it took a little while for that to feed through uh, before we actually saw the move. So um, we do address, just to let you know, we do address all of these live considerations every day in our live trade rooms, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our trading strategy. If we're chopping and changing what we're doing all the time, it's it's not only difficult for us in terms of our ability to generate consistent profits, but very, very difficult for you to track and follow. So. Um, it may take you a while if you're new to trading. Uh, it'll take you a little while to kind of put it all together to understand the terminology. Uh, please don't be frightened about it. Give yourself a few weeks to kind of learn, uh, I suppose, the basics really. And um, for our traders, there's a beginner's course, which is a really good starting point. It's, it's kind of eight hours in terms of uh, length uh, that it covers an awful lot about trading these financial markets. And uh, I'm, I appreciate those of you that have been with us for quite a while. Uh, I appreciate you you kind of enjoy referring back to it uh, on a regular basis and even if you've been trading for two or three years it still sheds some light on, on a few very important elements to trading markets so we're strong advocates of being consistent in our decision making being accurate with the levels we use um the areas in which we want to enter these markets are really quite specific areas for certain reasons 
Um, they're not sort of randomly generated numbers or, or, or prices. Um, discipline with our capital and, of course, being patient as well. All right, then, guys. So let, let's get into it then. Um, let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So we want to have a, a fundamental understanding of these markets. Um, and what that will allow us to do is to um, – this is why I love to – Let's just zoom in a little bit more on that one. So we had a bank holiday on Monday. We had uh, a series of manufacturing and services PMI numbers. Uh, so we're getting a snapshot of the, the, the manufacturing and services sectors across uh, these different jurisdictions. So from uh, the French um, economy, we, we had manufacturing and services. And they took a bit of a theme, as you can see. Manufacturing, we're still in contraction and performing less than expected. Services, performing much better than expected. The German economy as well. Contraction as far as uh, manufacturing, coming in in line with expectations regarding services. So there is uh, this, this, this um, you know, manufacturing is, is struggling across the Eurozone as well. We're still in contraction. Um, services are doing well uh, with the UK um, we are still in contraction as far as um, manufacturing is concerned um, but services are doing surprisingly well um, decent economic sentiment really across the eurozone now we seem to be uh, a lot more positivity uh, that's reflected in the economic sentiment numbers uh, much higher than expected, which is, uh, I suppose, a positive from a sentiment perspective. Anyone trading the Canadian dollar yesterday, <clears throat> you had, um, uh, I suppose, uh, uh, ultimately a mixed bag, but but pretty close to expectations, really. Um, uh, we had retail sales numbers coming in worse than expected. So not all these economies are performing well from a retail sales perspective with this higher inflation narrative. And we had U.S. services and manufacturing numbers as well. So quite a lot of data points yesterday to kind of digest. Um, it's not like that every every day. Um, but we've got manufacturing contraction <clears throat> across the U.S., although it's not as bad as, as what was anticipated. And flash services uh, are actually performing uh, a little bit better, better and, and are now expanding ever so slightly. So kind of a, a mixed bag overall when you step back and look at it. Yes, manufacturing is struggling, but they're seeing upside across the services uh, sector. So <clears throat> we spoke yesterday about um, the, the RB and Z. They decided to raise rates 75, uh, sorry, 50 basis points. And they're now very much in line with the US. So this is that steep curve <clears throat> to try and get ahead of inflation um, with probably more upside required that's the harsh reality now this is the focus of today's um sorry let me get up my pen there guys apologies uh the focus of today's sort of news flow really um we got the, we got the ifo business climate numbers so um that would be mildly positive as well uh, we've got g20 as well of course uh, but this this little news event in here is something we are keeping a close eye on. Uh, so seven o'clock, it's the FOMC meeting minutes. Likely to be a little bit of a volatile event. Um, the just to give you a heads up, 
what what the markets are looking for is whether the Fed three weeks ago, as you know, we discuss it probably on a daily basis. Uh, three weeks ago, the Fed decided not to increase rates by 50 basis points to try and get to take. Um, uh, no, there's no chart there. Um, of course, it's meeting minutes, but um, they they decided not to take an opportunity to to send a proper signal to the markets that we are taking inflation seriously. They they said they did, and then they came out with a 25 basis point rate hike. And uh, as you know, uh, two or three meetings ago, we were at 75 basis points. So it was like, we're taking it seriously. Uh, we're going to get inflation down. It's our only priority, blah, blah, blah. And then they started to slow down, and that was three weeks ago. So what we're waiting for now is, in all the discussions at the Fed, did they all agree that in, uh, that the uh, the interest rate should just be 25%. And there was a lot of market consensus at the time. Uh, we couldn't understand why we said the Fed really needed to go 50 basis points. They decided not to. So they're taking it seriously. They're talking at one side of their mouth and they're, they're, they're reducing the rate increases, um, which is creating a bit of a, well, now it's beginning to create a bit of a problem. Um, so do they have credibility is, is going to be the question today. And yesterday's move, the markets were really deciding that actually the credibility of the Fed now with this is, is, is waning slightly. So there's going to be a lot of interest in terms of which FOMC members actually thought it was a good idea to increase rates only at 25% because we're looking at inflation figures two weeks later that you know, make them look pretty, pretty silly in their decision making. So do they have any, you know, unique foresight? Do they have the data? Are they looking at it properly? Um, so that's why these uh, Fed um, FOMC meeting minutes are, are quite important. And you probably see an awful lot of volatility today at seven o'clock. So, so that's really the focus from a fundamental perspective. Um, our narrative is very much the same, guys. It's um, before we look at the charts, uh, I'll show you, or I'll share with you rather, the narrative uh, of choice. And it, you know, over the last few weeks, it had flip flopped a little bit. Um, so, so the narrative uh, was in, in this camp, this risk-on narrative for there a few months. And now we're shifting to this narrative in here. Um, so our focus is now um, regarding the, the Fed needing to push rates higher and stay higher for longer. The idea of a pivot now this, this week, which as you can see is, um, uh, good stuff, thanks very much. As you can see the narrative here um, is is in the process of changing, so we're, we're really looking to to stick with that higher rates for longer um, narrative. Um, the idea of a pivot uh, seems to be waning. There is still a cohort of traders that are in this process of disbelief. There's no other word for it. They 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 continue to pursue this narrative that the Fed are going to be reducing rates um, at some point this year. Even three days ago. Uh, was it Monday on Bloomberg? They were saying it's now 50-50 as to whether the rates um, will uh, will reduce. Will the Fed will start reducing rates? It's 50-50 now. And then yesterday, someone was saying um, that actually there's probably no chance at all. So really, 
they're, they're moving the goalposts. They seem to be making up as they go along. But what that does for us as traders and, and especially those that sort of trap and follow it all, um, it presents some fantastic opportunities. Uh, we had a really good week last week, as many of you know. Um, you know, we're able to achieve around that 6% mark in the week, which was a, a good performance. Uh, we don't we don't do a, a we don't hit a performance uh, like that that often so it's nice to sort of see see that um those winning trades all come in and it's only because we had a, a strong handle on on this uh on this narrative um so we were able to look for risk off trades that's the indices lower we're looking for strength in the dollar uh, these bond yields are continuing to push higher let me show you the two year um so so this is just the two year it just gives you a little sort of brief snapshot on the state of play um so as always this is the uh Uh, this bit here, this, you know, the higher that this bond yield pushes to the upside, um, the uh, the worst that is for stock market. So there's a, a negative correlation there. Um, bond yields push higher, uh, equities generally roll over to the downside. Um, the only player in these markets for the last 12 years was pretty much the Fed. They stepped back last last year. And then these bond yields started to rocket. So that was fueling a lot of, I mean, we go through long periods of nothing, but the overall direction is very much to the upside. And we're very close to these highs in here. So the expectation is now the Fed are getting it wrong, that bond yields will push higher and it'll have more of a negative impact on these equity markets. And we're beginning to see that filter in. So, so these are, we're in a few of these open trades. We'll have a look at these one at a time. Um, just to share the, the, the sort of the move with you yesterday uh, across uh, a number of these markets. So let's get in and we'll we'll identify where the best opportunities may lie. Um, we'll start, as we always do, with risk. You know, what is the state of play as far as risk? Um, I'm, I'm, we were saying even when we were selling these markets up at these levels, you know, we were seeing lower highs. That's an important feature of of you know, a market that's looking to turn around. Um, as you know, we had we had a really strong sort of bullish mentality in the beginning of the year. Then we rolled into early February and we really weren't making too much progress uh, until this, this candlestick kicked in. That was the first one. And then we saw potentially... We saw new technical lows before all those buyers come in at these lower levels and started to reverse. And we were able to exit down at these lows. But what that does is we're still waiting for the rollover because our bias is basically in the process of shifting. And we saw another big move yesterday. Um, we're probably expecting some further downside to continue. Um, so that's, that's our overall bias. So if you can get a good understanding for what direction you should be trading these markets, um, you can then focus on trying to trade them with a high degree of, of consistency. So we've got the S&P to the downside. We'd be looking to 
get into the downside below the, the 39.95. So we'll have a look at that as kind of a continuation really on yesterday's uh, trade plan. Uh, so uh, the uh, we're now 39, oops, 39.95. We'll have a look at the NASDAQ as well. Um, we could make the same decision basically on, on the, the, uh, the Dow Jones. We're in a similar position. Our focus is on these, uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ. We're able to get in on a good entry again yesterday. We're able to capitalize, get in on these highs on Thursday, booking profits close to these lows on Friday before the market kind of really aggressively pulled back. Monday, we did nothing. It was a bank holiday, so we needed to be quite patient. And then yesterday, once that market started to roll over to the downside, that was our trigger to actually get in. And like always with a trade idea, you don't want to double guess yourself too much. You've done all the hard work. That's what this session is about. You do the hard work now and you're able to, um, you know, focus on those entries and get those, uh, uh, get those trades off. So we're in the NASDAQ as well. And I suppose it is important to note that we're now in a different phase. So we had been in this little sideways pattern for three weeks, quite difficult trading conditions during that time, kind of up and down generally. And the previous price action came from bottom left to top right. So we've been in a little bit of a mini bull market, higher highs, um, higher lows. Then the market goes into this sideways pattern. And that's why yesterday's market is really quite important because now our bias has technically shifted to the downside. So we were quite bullish in January. Well, we, we were comfortable buying. Our overall bias is always to the downside still, but we were comfortable buying, let's say. Then we had a lot of choppy price action for a while. So you go through, and this is, this is kind of a normal uh, expectation. We went sort of a bit sideways, trading higher, trading lower. And this is the difference. This is the, the breakout. This is the lower high. This is the structural failure in this market and what we anticipate is it's going to lead to further downside. Um, so, and it's up to us to sort of navigate that and try and realize some profits as we go. So it's quite straightforward, uh, 12065, 12,065 to the downside. We're currently monitoring, um, so the US indices, uh, gold and oil worth looking at. So gold now is having a, a little bit of a bounce. Let's zoom in a little bit more. So, um, so what we have here is uh, a pretty strong rejection of the highs. We, we were trading this up to 1960. We got up to 1962 and it kind of reversed. Surprisingly quite aggressive. Like if you look at the price action that came before it and then you see these two days well, it was like just over a day and a bit um, of very aggressive selling. And, and then the market pretty much goes sideways and, uh, you know, a little bit of bearish price action. Um, but now we're down at these monthly lows, so it's got a decision to make. And uh, will we break through? That would be our bias um, that we were more likely to get a little bit of a roll over to the downside. And that's why we were looking at this trade yesterday. Uh, we didn't actually pull the trigger. There was slightly better opportunities elsewhere. 
so we're, we're, we're in this little sideways pattern, so we can back off gold for now. Um, oil is, a, is an interesting one. Um, there could be an, a decent opportunity here. Uh, we had that little pullback yesterday and Monday, so we had a nice drop to the downside. Monday, bank holiday. Um, bit of confusing, conf confusing buying kicking in on Monday before yesterday, the, the true directions eventually kicked in. And now we're at the 75.90. So for US oil, um, we'll look at the uh, 75.90 for further downside. And we can go with that on a short-term basis. That's what we'd be looking for with these uh, with these commodity markets. Okay, so uh, we'll back off gold for a little bit. So looking at the dollar then, um, we're not making progress that quickly. So we would expect further downside. We're kind of breaking out and we're, we're kind of, we've closed lower now at this stage. Um, we can still take the 106.35 as a decent trigger to look for further selling. And this is really when you want um, uh, the markets to kind of come in and add to that sort of negative sentiment. Uh, some of the indicators across the eurozone are actually holding up quite nicely uh what is that 10636 um so there's a little bit of positive sentiment there but really you want this little bounce to to roll over which it looks like what it's looking to do and then if we get further downside we can certainly there's plenty of room in this market for this you know we're kind of rolling over from these highs and that's what you want to do sort of sell as high as you possible and and we can certainly expect a decent move uh, down to the 100 period moving average for starters, uh, which is the 105.70. So actually, you know, we've got a 120 pip move. Um, so plenty of room to the downside there for the euro dollar. Um, and we'll just add pretty much uh, perhaps another dollar pair. We'll have to see which one gives us the best opportunity. So we, we had some good news yesterday um, on the manufacturing and services front in the UK and this market reacted really uh, quite aggressively although it's got other kind of structural issues and concerns um, clarity now across many of these is, is not great um, a little bit of up and down we probably don't need to get into it too much dollar CAD it looks like gold is uh, sorry us oil is selling off and we're seeing a little bit of a breakout so let's just compare and contrast the aussie uh new zealand uh the aussie was our trade of choice yesterday below the low we can certainly look for um potentially some more upside there so we're looking at oil so let's uh as a to compare and contrast let's look at the the aussie dollar um, so this is one of these situations where the price is currently below our ideal entry, the, the 68.45, uh, the Aussie dollar. Um, it's 68.46, 68.46. So let's put together this trade plan then. Um, we're going to look at the US indices, we're going to have a look at a couple of dollar pairs. And what we'd be looking for in this is a, a pullback opportunity. So we've extended a little bit lower than we would have liked, about 20 pips. Um, if we get a 10, 15 pit pullback, we'll probably look to take it back to the downside. And that's where our, our technical trading comes in. 
Okay, so let's get up the correct screen. We put our trade plan in, guys, and uh, if I can, bear with me. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, a few technical difficulties now this morning for some reason. Can't even find my my mouse. Okay, so this is our trade plan then. So let's let's edit this, guys. We'll let you go. We'll switch rooms. We're going to switch to our, our live trade room now in just uh, a few seconds. So um, our, our summary, bearing in mind what we've discussed, is um, uh, it's kind of a firm risk-off uh market conditions so we're looking for uh, these equities to to continue to make progress to the downside so now we're much much lower yesterday we were looking to sell the s p at the 4065 now we're looking at the 39.95 the nasdaq is again we were selling at 12317 now we're down at 12065 uh, so that's a 250 point move there in the nasdaq um the euro dollar nx we can work with these because we're, we're these are all still in play so we've had a little move below the 106.70 we're now 106.36 so 34 pip move there with potentially more more to the downside um let's take out gold um the pound dollar it reacted really quite aggressively there was a bit of a surprise with those numbers yesterday so the Aussie dollar, we're looking to sell below the 68.46, 68.46, so a 34-pip move uh, yesterday in the Aussie dollar, so potentially more downside expected. And last but not least, we're actually going to look at um, US oil. The US oil, we're going to switch commodities, looking to sell below number we have it's a 75.90 75.90 we're around that sort of price now so we'll, we'll probably look at that straight away guys so we're gonna um i'm gonna post this into the chat box we'll let you go um firm risk off market conditions that's our overall summary just as a bit of a snapshot so you know that the the uh, all the correlations are, are broadly in play as things currently stand there's our, our trade plan just posted into the chat box there for you guys so you're welcome to take that away cut and paste it out of the chat box if you need so we're looking to sell the s p 500 below the 39.95 that's yesterday's low the nasdaq looking to sell below the 12,065 uh, level which again is yesterday's low uh, the euro dollar looking to sell below the 106.36 and the aussie dollar looking to sell below the 68.46 uh, and we've also got a potential oil us oil sell trade uh, below the 75.90 and that looks like it's the first one to, to make a move so hopefully we'll get into that trade shortly all right then guys we'll wrap it up there thanks very much as always for joining us we're going to switch rooms now we'll, we'll switch over there in just a, a few seconds so from everyone here at the live trade room uh thanks so much for joining us for the session any questions feel free to post them and we'll we'll uh, respond to them before we close off um but uh apart from that we'll see you in our trade room very shortly just to let you know guys we trade these markets live every day we trade european open from 8 a.m um, which is where we technically apply this trade plan. 
Um, so we look at all the technical backdrop. Um, this is our fundamental analysis. Uh, this is what decision, this is trades, trade selection, um, direction, uh, entries. This is all the preparatory stuff. And then we apply it in our, in our live trade room. So if you can join us at 8 a.m. every morning, you're very welcome to do so. And again, we're broadcasting live from the 12.45 p.m. Uh, UK time uh, for the US trading session as well. Uh, for more information, just simply go to livetradingroom.com, guys, and uh, feel free to connect to us through the chat function as well if you need on the website. On that note, thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll see you shortly. Bye for now.